Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Oh! <laughs> 
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, people of God. Shalom afternoon, church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are doing well. God bless you, everyone. My son, the royal Kwame, the Wafusu. God bless you. God bless you, son. God bless you, the praying Timothy, my son, Atom. God bless you. Oh, I've missed you plenty. God bless you. God bless you. Anama Jackie, God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Bright, it God bless you and increase is anointing on your life. All right. My wife is also here. God bless you, of Mommy. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. My son Isaac Newton, God bless you and increase you. My dear sister Lady Consuela, God bless you. All my sons, daughters, brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers, uncles and aunties nephews and nieces god bless you all and they are who are the american mobacum into your money kiss hallelujah <laughs> if you are my grandfather or grandmother too may the welcome 
God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you, my sister Frida. God bless you, my daughter Miss B. God bless you. Hallelujah. The Lord bless all of us and keep all of us strong. Please kindly share the link. Invite your friends and loved ones. And saying even virtual meetings. Yes, I elite. Hey. Normal one-on-one church service out. We be late now. They are share traffic. We so traffic in the network and now they are here. Hey, and God bless you. God bless you, sir. MTN for the Huna Mami. All right, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. May the favor of the Lord be strong upon you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Professor, I've missed you plenty. I've missed you plenty. I think I have to start entering into people's dreams for some time now. Mention the amount too. At least to visit some people small, small. Hallelujah. I'm doing that by God's grace. Me never for. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right, the Lord bless you all and favor you, my son Lexis. God bless you. God bless you. So, for my lady, Pastor Becklin, the Lord bless you. My regards to Apostle Clean. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Family life people, forgive me for last Thursday. I know you, dear. You, you are quick. In forgiveness, more intercess singles, yeah. I'm training my time, set time about war. I know you, the family life people, you are very, you know. Hallelujah. Mm, you understand. Mm. Hey. Zofu Kodju said, soon we, we all will come to your house. Hey, I said, my case. Mr. Moa, I didn't It was not intentional. You know, one of my sons came around and I had to help him with some few things. That's why we couldn't meet. So kindly forgive me. I know more 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 Singles no more Caribbean marriage pressure be a no more so time easy one one simple issue but tin 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 you don't even care about me you don't this if you want care, go to any daycare school. 
when you are going carry your pampers and your things let them take care of you amen thank you so much afraid because there's an anointing here if you say anything keke you'll be in trouble <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> all right that was just by the way god bless you and keep all of you strong <laughs> amen <laughs> hallelujah great i'm so excited to have all of you here this wonderful afternoon people of god i know that the grace of God will speak for us. I want to also welcome all of you to the week of abundance. And in this week, the Lord will open the floodgates of heaven and pour unto us even the rains of increase and abundance. So the other time, the prophet Elijah said to King Ahab, King, it will be better for you to be even on your chariot and run fast to your abode because I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Whenever abundance is mentioned in the spiritual world, one key we all need to understand is that there is rain. There is rain. And you see, when we speak of rain, we are actually talking about first, the rain that falls, as in water. And second, rain that is in the form of you ruling. Are you following? I see the Spirit of the Lord. Good. So these two dimensions of rain these two dimensions of rain is connected to abundance. The word of the Lord said in the book of Romans chapter 5 verse 17 that for if by one man's offense death reigned by one much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Those who receive abundance of God's grace and the gift of righteousness, those people shall reign. And I told you that whenever there is abundance, it means the reign of God's increase has fallen. Are you getting it? And this week, there is going to be abundance of grace on you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now you see, you need to understand that there is the difference between grace, great grace, and abundance of grace. They are not the same. Are you following? There's a difference between grace, great grace, and abundance of grace. Now, when we read the book of Acts chapter 4, verse 33, the word of the Lord said, And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Great, this grace was upon them all. He said, great grace. That is why you have to know how the words are chosen in the Bible. great grace so there is a difference between grace great grace and abundance of grace 
abundance of grace goes beyond great grace. But then you need to understand what kind of grace, because there are kinds in the grace of God. But our focus here right now is the abundance of grace. And even in the abundance of grace, there are departments where the abundance of grace are made manifest. And we are going to talk about all these things in the course of the week. The Lord will help us. Hallelujah. There are certain things that will happen in a man's life you should definitely know. This one is not just the normal grace that we all possess. Because you see, it was even by God's grace that we got saved. I hope you know that. The word of the Lord said it in the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. The Bible said, we, for we are saved by grace through faith. So there is what we call the salvation grace of God. Are you following? So the word of the Lord said in the book of Titus chapter 2 verse 11 that for the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. So there are dimensions of God's grace. There is the grace that brings salvation. There is the grace that will cause a man to prosper. There is the grace that will preserve a man's life from death. There is a grace. So you see, all these things are there. But when it comes to the grace of God, they increase in various dimensions based on the kind of grace that it is. But then putting together all the grace of God, there is a criteria for grace to increase or multiply. The word of the Lord said, said in the book of second peter chapter 1 verse 2 that grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of god and of jesus our lord are you following grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of god and of jesus our lord now in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 36, I'm giving a lot of scriptures because of what I want to establish. Acts chapter 2 verse 36, the word of the Lord said, This same Jesus that we have crucified, the Bible said God has made him both Christ and Lord. God has made Jesus, the one that they crucified, both Lord and and Christ and in my little explanation I've told you that the Christ of Jesus is different from the Lord of Jesus when you say Jesus is Lord you have not just said he is Christ they are not the same are you getting my point so the Christ of Jesus is different from his Lordship when we speak of the Christ of Jesus, we are talking about the Messiah, the Anointed One. The Anointed One, the Messiah. And this is not a teaching service, I would have gone into details. But then, if you want to know Christ, that is the Messianic dimension. 
So that one will explain deep things to you from how God made the world through Christ, how his redemptive assignment on earth to save the world was effected and every other thing. But when we speak of Jesus as Lord, we are talking about his kingship, that he is king. And any time you speak of the king, of the kingship of Jesus Christ, there is no king without a kingdom. Are you following? So you see, every king has a kingdom. And that kingdom is actually seen at a certain territory or jurisdiction. This is the reason why in the ancient times, they used to fight over territories or lands. Two kingdoms will fight because the more your territory expands, the more your influence increases and the more you become great as a king. So now, if Jesus is king, then where is his territory? Where is his jurisdiction? Now we need to understand that it is the devil's agenda to establish his kingdom on this earth. That is Satan's plan. He wants to establish his kingdom on this earth. Meanwhile, God wants to also establish his kingdom on the earth through Christ. So now it has become a battle between the Lord Jesus Christ and the adversary. It is actually between two kingdoms. Are you following? I'm trying to lay this foundation for all of us to understand this. That the word of the Lord calls Satan the God of this world. Now when you check the word world there, he's not actually talking about the whole creation of God. No. That is why that word this actually keeps so that you will understand that he's talking of a specific world. Now I've already told you that there is one I have a message and the title is The Two Worlds of the World. The Two Worlds of the World. So there is what we call the cosmos. The cosmos actually speaks of the whole world that God has created. But inside the cosmos, there are other worlds. And there are two main worlds in this cosmos that God has created. The first world is the world that the devil rules over. And he uses the physical things that are in the cosmos that God has created to influence the nations of the world. So when it comes to how things have been made in this our present world, they don't align to the plan of God. Are you following? And that is because when God made the earth and he planted man on the earth, the earth was with form. Are you getting it? The earth was with form. 
and it was not void. But something happened that made the earth formless and empty. So this thing that made the world formless and empty, God brought man to come and restore things. So God started restoring things. But then when he got to the latter part, he made man and said, carry on with the rest of the assignment. So the main reason why God rested was because he was not tired. It was not because he was tired. The main reason why God rested on the seventh day was because on the sixth day he made someone who looks exactly like him that can carry on with the assignment. So whenever we hear the rest of God, that is the moment where men also align with God to establish his works. For this reason, you should understand why the Bible said, the heaven is the throne of God, but the earth is his footstool. Haven't you read that the word of the Lord says that Jesus is seated on the right hand of the Father, waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool? Anytime someone sits, it means it is either he has finished his work or he is at rest. So the Bible said, Jesus is waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool. That means he is not done. He is waiting or pain beep. So he's just resting. A time will come. He will come back. He will get up from that throne and join us. So now the question is, if he's waiting, he's resting on that throne. And the Bible said he's waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool. Who is going to make the enemies of Jesus his footstool if he is resting? It is the man that God has made. And where is the man that God has made? God planted the man on the earth. And what is that man supposed to do? He is supposed to establish the ordinances of heaven on the earth so when we say the full stool of a man we are talking about where he exerts his power so there is a difference between the throne and the full stool are you getting my point the throne is where decrees are made but the first two is the enforcing of the decrease. And we all know the Bible said the earth is the first tool of God. So we are here to enforce the decrees of God. And any being, whether in the heavenly realms or on earth, whose mission is to enforce
Can you all hear me, please? Good. So I said, any being, whether in heaven or on earth or on any dimension of the universe of God, that has an assignment to enforce the decrees of God is called a dominion. A dominion. And we all know there is an angelic hierarchy in the heavenlies called dominions. And we also need to understand what God actually gave to man to do. In the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, the Bible said, And God said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So man was made according to an order of dominions because he has an agenda to enforce the decrees that are from the throne. Are you following? So it will be very difficult for somebody who was made to enforce a decree to just come to a point where he doesn't even know the decree that has been made. It means you have no essence. Whenever you don't know, you are made to enforce decrees. But now you don't even know any decree. It means your life is meaningless. It is the main reason why at all times we need to hear the decree of the king. It is the decree of the king that gives us our assignment. That makes our life relevant. When you lose the decree of the king, you are nothing. And whenever you are able to enforce that which the king decree, then the king will have a great reward for you. We are not here for fun. We are not here to joke. We are here for the mission. And the decree of the king is this. Take the whole world. Bring my kingdom in it, that I will dwell all in all. So if you find yourself in the medical field, whether a medical doctor, a nurse, or anything, you are not there for salary. You are there to reveal the kingdom of Christ in that place. But the tragic thing is that we don't even know. We are just going to school, picking any career because of the money we want to get. That is the reason why certain things keep happening to us at our various workplaces. 
because we don't even know why we have been planted there are you getting it so many of you think that when you hear anointing you think it is only for ministry as in matters of the church no don't you know that there are seven mountains of influence in the world in every society there are seven mountains of influence and when you talk about mountains in apocalyptic language talking about prophetic hermeneutics you need to know that mountains actually stand for kingdoms and kings and nations So wherever you have been called to determines the kingdom assignment that has been given to you. Many, many years ago, the British people came to Ghana and they colonized us for years to an extent that even though we had our own culture, we had our own language, we had our own belief systems they changed everything to a point that now we wear suits to preach a meanwhile in the olden times no one saw when I was saying and so one suit Africa even if you're a Ghanaian and you are speaking English, they will use that to measure your intelligence. They say, what bomb? That is why I know one man of God, he said he will never wear suit, no matter the matter, because he knows where he's coming from. And we all know our dear pastor Dr. Menza Otabe and then still because of the way they have made the language to be you have, have to speak English else only those who understand Fanti and the other Ghanaian languages can hear him. What am I trying to say? This is what we call colonization. They don't just come to rule over you because they know it will be very difficult for them to rule over you if they don't change your mindset to be like this. So they will start attacking your language. They will change your language. After that, they will attack your culture. They will change your culture and fix this into your mind. After that, the way of governance that you had set in your own country, they will change it. There was nothing like precedent in those times. But when these people came, because all that we had were kings, but when they came, they changed things. So now we have kings and we still have a precedent. 
and even the issue between chiefs and the president is another big matter. Hallelujah. What am I trying to say? What am I trying to say? This is what we call colonization. And the act of colonization is the same means of kingdom invasion. manifest and we need to understand that we have been sent into this world to colonize the world to make sure that we bring the culture of the kingdom of God into this world to make sure that we change the language of this world into the language of our kingdom to make sure that we change the way of governance to the way of our kingdom so that all the nations of the world will come to believe that Jesus is the only king over all of us. And that is what the statement Jesus is Lord means. Now this is a battle because it is highly impossible for one king to rule for another one to be born so that the one that is ruling will drop his kingship title and follow the one that was just born. This is the trouble that Jesus went through when he was born, even in the regime of King Herod. Are you following? We are on a mission, and the mission is dangerous. You see the way Ghanaians fought with the British, and how we killed most of them, and that in the year 1957 we gained independence. That is the same way the devil will try to oppose us if we try to establish the kingdom of God on this earth. And let me tell you the truth. This is why we were made. So if you don't want trouble, tell God to carry you home. Are you listening to me? If you don't want persecutions, then decide you will not mention the name of Jesus again. But then Jesus said, if you are even afraid and shy, to mention my name to people, I will also be shy and afraid to mention your name to my father. Now, that's a dangerous statement right there. That means you have no place in the kingdom. Are you listening to me? I'm trying to let you know why you are a Christian. So that you will not think you're a Christian so that at least God can bless you. Like the way many of us think. Some people will say, aside salvation, what is most important is money. 
you see that thing it what we have said is not false neither is it entirely true there is an iota of truth in it but you can't tell me that that after salvation what you need is money who told you that where where in the bible did any of these apostles or prophets say something like that money is good but let me tell you do you know some people are saved but they don't even know why they are saved and i know that many of you if i ask you why are you a christian and some are a bit tearful in your bush and some if we ask you right now why did you believe in the lord jesus trouble will come you will not even get any reason that is why many people cannot defend the faith of christianity that is why many people cannot be in apologetics because some people will use proper scientific knowledge to push you to the wall you will know you don't know anything you can work on the miracles in this world some people will still not believe in your christ some people are only coming on the platform of academia so you can have power but without wisdom you will be nothing it is the reason why there is a song that says our god is an awesome god he reigns from heaven above with wisdom power so you see god is reigning with wisdom and power and what is this wisdom and power first corinthians chapter 1 verse 24 the bible said the wisdom and the power of god is christ so christ is not only power he's also wisdom so when it comes to a point where you are brought before people like the sahindrin and they don't seek any act they don't seek any sign they don't so you see the bible said the jews sought a sign but the gentiles sought after wisdom the jews wanted to see power to say mm, okay fine then this one is christ but the gentiles didn't want power they wanted wisdom and what is that wisdom that is not human wisdom we are talking about the wisdom of god that would dissolve all doubt Now, some of you listening to when you meet a certain professor who is well trained in academia and you are, you are supposed to defend christianity to the person if we don't take care you start polishing the shoes of the professor because by then what we know are you listening to me Do you know the main reason why Paul became so strange from all the other apostles? He was not just manifesting power. He said, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, not in the enticing words of men, the enticing words of the wisdom of man. He said, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. God revealed hidden things in the realms of darkness unto Paul and that was the wisdom of God in his hand so the Bible said a time came 
Paul stood before a certain Sahindri and Paul spoke and spoke and spoke and spoke. He did not heal any sick. He did not raise any dead. He did not prophesy to anybody. Just by the flow of the wisdom of God through his lips, the king whose heart was so hardened was said, Paul, you nearly persuaded me with your words. <laughs> Later the king said, your, your, your studious nature, the plenty books you have read have made you mad. Hallelujah. chapter 26 verse 28 listen to what King Agrippa said whilst Paul was declaring the wisdom of God the man said the Bible said Agrippa asked Paul can you so quickly persuade me to become a Christian said then Agrippa said to Paul, in a short time and with so little effort, you almost persuade me to become a Christian. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In a short time and with a little effort, a whole king. May the Lord have mercy. Some of you, you don't even care about the Bible. You don't want to know any history of Christianity. And follow what the enemy say about the Mawari yo. Meradimi nyankupone. Bramelo bompaya ya yiswe. Meradimi matamfuhuse uye nyami. Meradimi. You see, all these things are good. We pray. Oh yeah, we pray. But I will not be a bad pastor. Exposing you only to the power of God and gifts. And prevent you from learning. Are you listening to me? Do you know what it can take to persuade a king to be a Christian? Do you know? A whole king. Just a short time that Paul preached with God's wisdom. The whole king said, the, the man said, hey Charlie, Paul, within a short time and with little effort, you almost persuaded me to become a Christian. The gift of tongues. You know, some of us, if we ask you to go and preach to a sinner, for the sinner to be saved, he said 30 hours and no cross still. Because 
you have not soaked yourself in the wisdom of God. And also, power crack too is lacking. This is where the problem is. We all want to win souls for Christ. Now, you go and meet some of these souls, they lack many things that you too, you are lacking. And when you are supposed to speak wisdom too, you are speaking what you have read and what you have heard from a pastor. It's just straightforward like that. You can't get people converting because do you know what is keeping them from being saved? Do you know? Second Corinthians 4, 4, the word of the Lord told us that the God of this world has blinded the eyes of some of these people that they might not receive the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So there is a certain blindfold in the spirit realm preventing these guys from being saved. You see somebody who has drawn tattoo all around his or her body, dancing at the club, smoking shisha, drinking all manner of you know strong drinks and the only thing you can do is to judge the person so they will call hell you see that is what some we don't even know where some of these evangelists came from Instead of speaking the wisdom of Christ to win these souls, they are rather declaring judgment on them. Who told you that heaven and hell is the gospel? Who told you? Who told you? He said, I'm sending you. Go ye therefore into all nations, making disciples. Do you know what it means to make a disciple? Telling somebody that, hey, believe in Jesus or you go to hell. Who told you that is the gospel you are preaching? That is the main reason why many Christians don't even know the true essence of Christianity. Because they believed in Jesus because they just wanted to escape hell. Until Christosom won tiasye, amaniaki tuwe bipape, Every Christian chain. Because some of them, they even told them that when you come to Christ, everything will be fine. Share. Go and ask Christ, he will tell you. You go and read John 17. He told the disciples, you will get persecutions, but I am keeping you in my name. I don't know the evangelist that preached to you for you to be born again. I don't know. And I don't know the first church you, you were into. Because all these things have formed a foundation in your Christian faith. There is a kingdom assignment on us. The Bible said, until the message of the kingdom is preached to all the nations of the world, the end will not come. (laughs) 
are we supposed to go and preach the message of the kingdom? We are the ones. That is what systematic theology will call the Great Commission. In the book of Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. People of God, there is an assignment. There is an assignment. said in Matthew 24 verse 14 and this gospel of the kingdom not the gospel of heaven and hell the gospel we have that we are proclaiming is about the kingdom and the gospel of the kingdom is the entirety of the gospel but then inside it there are dimensions of gospels are you getting it So in the whole gospel of the kingdom, we have the gospel that teaches us about the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ and what it has done for those who believe. Well, this is the first thing you need to teach those who are yet to be saved for them to know where they were and what Jesus has done for them and that they just need to believe in him. To start this journey with Jesus. That is not all that the kingdom is about. That dimension, we have what we call the gospel of Christ, the gospel of God. They are not the same, but when we put all the gospels together, we call it the gospel of the kingdom. Now the Bible said. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. So those of you who are waiting for the end to come, ask yourself if the gospel of the kingdom has gone to the world. Now, you see, the problem is this. We are preaching the, a certain thing that is not a gospel. We are talking about believing Jesus or you go to hell. That is not gospel. Are you listening to me? In fact, the word gospel means any news that is too good to be true. Any news that is too good. To, when you hear it, you, you, your, your ears will tingle. The first one is about the love of God towards you that brought forth the forgiveness of your sins. In fact, when you hear that all your sins, past, present, and future, have been forgiven, when Jesus was even dying on the cross, where was your grandfather? When Jesus was dying on the cross, where was your great-great-grandfather? None of these ones were even born. But Jesus had all humanity in mind. And he carried all the sins 
of those who were not yet born on himself. And the only thing that you need is to just believe in him. Once you get to know this, you will question yourself. What? Are you telling me that all my sins have been forgiven? That is not true. When you doubt the gospel, that is the true gospel. It sounds too good to be true. No, it's not true. You just need to believe. And once you believe, you have now been born again to start another journey. Are you following? If a young minister, especially the young evangelist, listen to me, I know the zeal is heavy. There's so much zeal in your heart to go and preach, to organize crusades. The, the zeal is so strong. There's, there's a certain fire burning in your heart. I know, I know, I know. The fire is burning. But you see, don't just go with the fire. Attach knowledge to the zeal. So the Bible said in the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 2, When we read from verse 1, he said, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. Look at that. The people have zeal for God, but nimdinim. So they are just moving by zeal, by zeal, by zeal. Without knowledge. And Paul was even now praying to God that they might be saved. That means that the zeal led them out of the way. Do you know why? Because even though they were serving God in the temple, they didn't even know that the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ was an end to the temple worship. They were not supposed to kill any lamb again because Jesus was the Passover lamb. And all that they needed to do was to believe in him. These people were rather opposing Jesus Christ because they had not the light of knowledge. The zeal was there. Zeal. Sometimes you want to go and so on a crusade be when you see people who are who are just messing up. Oh Lord, oh Lord. You want to host a big crusade so that they will be saved. Inasmuch as the salvation of these people are very important to God. Don't go and Not destroy power. them. Can you all hear me, please? Good. God loves you. He wants you to extend his love to the world. But don't do it in your own understanding. Some of you, the message that you have heard is wrong. You need to go back to the Bible to know what the Lord is actually saying. Because some of you don't have time to read the Bible. You only listen to what some evangelists have said. This is what, why we are breeding a lot of strange evangelists. 
standing on the roadside. All they need is some two microphones, some speakers here, and just an amplifier with some just um, mixer. That is all. They will say things. Just how some of these people will even be quoting Old Testament scriptures out of context alone is dangerous. An unbeliever, a believer. Is that how your God is? Do you understand why we are here? Now they want to to you the only knowledge of God is that stop sinning so that you can go to heaven. Heaven is the goal. Who told you? Go back to the Bible. Who told you that? In fact, the day I discovered that there is heaven, that is where the throne of God is. In fact, all the believers who died in Christ are in heaven. But that is not the exact place they are. That's not where they are supposed to be. That is not their final abode. That is why Jesus will come the second time. And when he is coming, he is coming with those who are already in heaven. And when he comes, he will join all of us together. We are going to receive a different kind of body, which is not this physical body. It is called the glorious body. And after that, the Bible said, we will reign with Christ on earth. By then, heaven and earth would have been mixed together. We call it the new heaven and the new earth, the new Jerusalem, where you don't need a certain vision before you can see an angel like the way some prophets will need the holy ghost to open their eyes before they see angels because at that point because of our glorious bodies they will be like us whilst we have been like jesus our eyes will see them they will see us too there will be no difference between the rulership there will be no difference between the the material of heaven and earth because by then the sons of God would have been manifested. This is what all creation are waiting endlessly for. You want to go to heaven and say, in fact, I remember I heard a story of, I don't want to mention names. One gospel musician in Ghana had a problem with a certain prophet of God in Ghana. And he went on television. The gospel minister went on television to say, he is high in the spirit more than that prophet. And even if you forget about the matters of the earth, when we all die and go to heaven, the Bible said we are going to sing in heaven. We are going to worship in heaven. As for him, he is already a gospel minister, so he can sing. But what about the prophet who cannot sing? So when, we, when we even go to heaven, he will be high than him. We shall have seen every day in the deception penny. revelation deep that is deep deep what deep deep what what deep this is your heavy according you know what it means to worship I catch yourself worship a slow song with strings to say worship nice you see, if, if, if God has 
giving you light. Now, because the reason why many of us are not growing is because we are hearing different words. I'm telling you, people are adding their own ideologies to the word of God. That is why you can even hear a man of God say this, another one will say something different. Now, confused. You don't know which one is coming from the Holy Ghost. See, I told God, I said, God, you said I'm a prophet. Explain who a prophet is to me. And in fact, what God told me about a prophet is not even about prophecy. I'm telling you. What God actually calls, the one God calls a prophet. In fact, most of the people God actually himself called prophets never gave any single prophecy. He never. So being a prophet is not about prophesying. Being a prophet, in the sight of God, when somebody is called, when somebody is said to be a prophet, it is something huge. And yet the young young boys he tempts you to back on a marching or but I be when you some brooch be the boom boom neja. Why you are knitting what what chin penning? No, 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 should be an American. We are born with two BM. No, no, a conjunctivitis. You see, when you look at the people who call themselves prophets in our era, it is very painful. They don't even understand what the plan of God is. We are then a prophet now. Huh? How did you become a prophet without knowing the agenda of God? Who did you only man blouse and skirt? I'm seeing that you are wearing a certain prophet in the sight of God is many things. First, he's the one that has access into the secret chambers of God called the wisdom of God. He's the one that the wisdom of God is revealed to and has understanding in that wisdom. Because you see, when God reveals something to you, you must have understanding. But understanding comes after interpretation. If you are able to interpret that which was revealed to you, then you now have understanding. Now, that's the first stage of you being a prophet. <laughs> now, that which has been revealed to you is not really about people's matters. It is about the heart of God. You, you see, you can have gifts of prophecy, gifts of word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and still not be a prophet. Because being a prophet is way higher than gifts. You see, two, two by four people were able to prophesy one to, you know, 
no, act prophet, senior prophet. Act prophet. Those times when God appears to people, you appear to people in a dream, in a vision, and you say, I'm anointing you as a prophet to go and prophesy, declare my wisdom to the nation. The people will even get up and run away. Many people had to run because it was a betting. And never. You tell a young man, ah, the call of God is on you. Two days time, you have started a fellowship. Lion of Judah prophetic movement. Three days time, his posters are everywhere. He's a prophet. Because he can prophesy. Take your time. I know that many of you here called into the office of the prophet. But relax. Are you listening to me? Take your time. You, the calling is there. Yes, the calling is there. But there are many things you need to know. We don't only move by calling. If I call in and say, Gideon, come. When you come, you have just answered the call. You are now supposed to sit down. Listen to the message I'm going to give to you, where you are supposed to deliver the message to, the number of people, this, 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 and that. Then I will now show you my secret. And what, because you see, there is a higher dimension of the prophetic, where the prophet is a dimension of God's revelation. So there are certain prophets... Their whole more life with now is to reveal the righteousness of God. If you are not there yet, there is a problem. You can't you can't call yourself a prophet. You can flow in the prophetic, prophesy to people. Yes, if you have gone to the Bible school, you can take Reverend, nice one. Are you listening to me? You can you can even be an evangelist by calling. And still prophesy. There's one man of God in Nigeria. He's called Evangelist Dr. Gospel Agochuku. Evangelist, if you see the move of the prophetic, you will run away. Because it is a gift. It is to me. That is why many young people who call themselves prophets. The, 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 the joke with the saying if I be a prophet <laughs> if I be a prophet of God let this happen it will never happen because in the archives uh, in the archives of the saints in the archives of God you are not yet a prophet you have the gift so if you say if I be a prophet of God let this happen it will not happen are you listening to me it doesn't mean that you are not prophesying. It, the gift is there. The anointing for prophecy might even be on you. But take your time. Do you know what it means when someone says, if I be a prophet? It means that in the heavens you are known as a prophet. 
one alone is a serious matter. When God appeared to Abimelech in a dream, when he took Sarai, the wife of Abraham, God appeared to him and said, Hey, you are but a dead man. Deliver the man's wife to him, for he is a prophet and he shall pray for you. God called Abraham a prophet. Abraham never prophesied to anybody in the Bible. He never prophesied. But it is actually in him that all nations are blessed. It is in Abraham that all nations are blessed. There is so much to what we call a prophet. It is an office. It is not a gift. Are you listening to me? There is a gift of prophecy, gift of word of wisdom, gift of word of knowledge, gift of descending of spirit. You can build it. That is the work of the Holy Ghost. But when it comes to you being a prophet, it is in the hands of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one that must put you in that office. But the giftings are the flow of the Holy Ghost. And because we all have the Holy Ghost, we can decide and pray to him that according to his will, he should give us certain giftings and he can release it. Are you following? A whole prophet by name Hosea, his entire life as a prophet was just to reveal to the nation Israel that this is what you are doing, you Israel, you are doing to me. Look at that. His entire life is that Israel, this is what you have done to your God. You have gone to serve other gods. That is the entire life of a prophet. Too. So God told him, go and marry a prostitute. Whatever the prostitute will do to you, that is the same thing the nation of Israel is doing to me. Hey, the entire life of a man The entire life of a man is speaking a message to a generation. This is a prophet. When God takes your entire life and reveals it as a certain dimension of his will, that is the point you have gotten to the place where God says you are now a prophet. Go and ask Jeremiah. He was called the weeping prophet. You go and prophet, and you see, God will tell him, say the, the word in this way. You go and say, Okay, if you don't stop misbehaving, can you all hear me, please? Say, If you don't stop misbehaving, this is what the Lord says you do this, you do this, you do that. The king will say, you are insulting me. The guards arrest him. Put him in prison. Beat him. Three days, no food, no water. He will beat the guy. And when the king says, fine, you can now come out. Whilst they are opening the prison gate for him to come out, another vision will come. And God says, see it now. I know some of you, you will say, I will never be like that prophet. Hey, sir, I can't be like that prophet. 
So if you invest in a certain business, you lose your money small. No, you want to curse God. Are you Job's wife? Huh? Let us understand these things. The message we keep hearing now has made most of us selfish in our ambitions and in our plans. Everybody wants to travel. They don't care whether that agenda to travel will lead to the death of another. So long as my own traveling door will open there, I don't care about others. This is the kind of generation our messages are breeding. So in church, you say, say amen. They will come in the casino. The betting young queen should have the amano. Say no be a team. Amen. It's it's pathetic, you know. It's pathetic. Oh my way in a background. Hallelujah. <laughs> Someone said, I knew that today will by all means laugh. Are you Job's wife? <laughs> Hallelujah. It's serious. And then you see a young man, 22-year-old boy, you see a, a, a flyer or a poster, then his name Senior Prophet. 22-year-old boy. Do you know how long it takes for God to groom <laughs> Senior Prophet? Hey! If I be a prophet, I will let this happen. Nothing happens. And so still, you being clicky say no. I don't know. Nothing. They are all moving about. Saying, oh, wait. That's why take your time. Okay? Take your time for this ministry thing. Are you listening to me? If the Lord has called you, take your time. Walk with the Holy Ghost. Know the message God has given to you. Know the kind of message that the Lord has given to you for a specific audience. There are some of you, if you decide that you go and pastor a church full of market women and people who are, let me say, um, less literate, Issues will come because the message God will give to you and the audience assigned to it. Because some of the teachings that by the special grace of God we teach here, if we go to some of our local churches and you are, I'm teaching these things, the chemistry of God. You see what I'm talking about? Until we are better. So for so for so for oh, Mukasa wa 
children what they will eat see so if you're a pastor in that kind of church there is a special grace and a special message that God will give to you so that you can keep these people and raise them me if you take me to that kind of church and make me a pastor there maybe two weeks they will all leave I'm able to speak to you and I try to come down in a way they will understand. Issues will also come. Are you getting it? So you see, what is the message God has given to you? And who are the audience assigned to your message? And where is your territory? Where is your jurisdiction? What is your life supposed to reveal about God? What are the consecrative laws that back your entire work with God? Now, you see, if you don't know these things, don't call yourself a prophet. Are you listening to me? Because before God can say you are a prophet, what the name may be better to occur, eh? It will make you different from everybody. How God told the prophet to lie to sleep on his left side for 40 days. To you, that is in eh? That's the that's the consecrative rule. On the prophet's life. The spirit of the Lord came upon you. God even told one of the prophets whose wife died, God told him not to cry. <laughs> God, my wife who said, Don't cry. There was one prophet God told him to remove his underwear and bury it under the ground for some days. After that, God told him to go and remove it and wear it immediately. It was something that God was trying to reveal. When Tiasia, you take it out of context and say anything. But these people had a little understanding. Because God was using that as a message. So if God tells you, move away from that newly built house of yours, sell the house and go and sow the money on this altar. You bind God, you bind God. So if you hear you, you bind God. He said, don't come into my life again.
Oh, may the favor of the Lord come upon us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the mercies of the Lord locate us. May God grant us wisdom and understanding even into his word. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I want us to lift a prayer. Are you following? Hallelujah. Now, people of God, I want all of you to know this. Because of the kingdom assignment the Lord has given to you, there are certain things you would need in life in order to accomplish these things. Are you following? There are some of you listening to me. According to the script of your destiny, you are supposed to be in the mountain of education. Now, that should let you know that you are supposed to go high in the area of academia. There is something that God is trying to give to you. We were here not long ago when they nearly brought a certain curriculum and a certain syllabus that permitted sex education even in primary three and they even made books already available that would let big children in class three learn what sex is about but certain men who loved God that were in the higher positions of education stood, they spoke and they overturned the matter. Now you see, even if you were called by God and you have that knowledge, you love God and you know that that thing is wrong and you are not in a high place in the mountain of education, your voice will never go anywhere. Are, are you listening to me? Many of us were speaking against it. But it did not go anywhere until some people who loved God and were in the high places of education spoke. So what if these people were not there? These people are apostles in the place that God has planted them. Apostles are not only supposed to be apostles in church. There is a place that God has apportioned for every human being in his kingdom. And every human being has what he or she is supposed to fulfill in the kingdom. We are all not going to be pastors. It is not possible. We are all not going to be in church preaching. But then, the main mission is that our life will reveal Christ. And that is possible even in your profession, whether you are a police officer, whether you are an army personality, no matter where you find yourself, Christ must be revealed. Are you following? The revelation of Christ is actually the kingdom assignment. This is what we have been called to do. There are some of you, God has planted you in hospitals that you reveal the Christ over there. We just recorded a glorious testimony where one white woman who fell from her bed and died, confirmed dead by doctors for eight hours. 
through the application of the balm of Gilead, she came back to life. What if our dear sister was not planted there by God? What would have happened to this dead person? And only God knows what he has purpose for this woman who he, he brought back to life. I want you to know this, people of God. There is an assignment for you where you are. Don't sit down and create career for your own self. Hear what the Lord is saying. Are you following? Some of you, you want to travel by all means. You, don't, you just want to hear what God is saying. Some of you, when you even go to church, you want to push the prophet to say what you have already planned. Say, man of God, I want to travel. I'm sowing a seed. You don't want to even ask whether God has endorsed it or not. And some of the men of God to the seed, they will take. Because they, they also want to go and sow. Now later, if God's will manifest and you don't get the traveling opportunity, you come and say the prophet is false. Now listen to me. Whenever you want to do something, make an inquiry. Seek the will of God about the matter. It is when God has already said yes that you can either sow. Are you listening to me? Or not. When God says no, run away. Are you following? Someone said, please, what? What about if God is not telling you anything? God, he has said many things about you. Many things. Many things. He has said many things about you. Yes, that they might not always go in line with what you have said about yourself. If you don't hear it, that one is not God's responsibility. It is your own. There are people who are fasting dry 10 days, 14 days to hear God. If we want to hear God and we are not hearing Him, it means our level where we are standing is low. Go up. Many of us want to hear God in our own comfort zone. Father, I'm sleeping on my bed. Talk to me. It might not always be like that. Are you listening to me? There is the reason why some of us, even when we wanted to hear God for others, as in the prophetic, we couldn't stay on our bamboo beds, huh? on the orthopedic mattress, waiting for God to speak. We had to climb up. We, we discomforted ourselves for a period of time because you can't be eating gobe, eating muhu, and all manner of aplaplansa, topping everything. And you won't go to enter your room and say, go and do it. No. No. Are you listening to me? So if you are not hearing God's voice, it means you are not in the place that he is. Because God is spirit. And he speaks straight into our spirits. So if you are not spiritual, it will be difficult for you to hear God's voice. Are you following? And what how will you be in the spirit to hear God? 
yourself to spiritual patterns. Some people want to hear from God, but 24 7, they are watching Korean series, they are watching Hindi movie. You will hear from Abi and Pragya, not God. I'm telling you, you see, never ever say God is the one who is not talking. You are the one who is not either hearing or listening. And I've been teaching all of us, don't ever in your life shift any blame on God. Never. Don't try that. Are you listening to me? Whenever anything is not going well, it is not God. Shift the blame on yourself and start changing the way that you live your life. People fasted for 14 days for a certain door to open. You will fast. Some of us, we like, we like soft life. You have opened your mouth. You have opened your mouth. Hey! Everything you want somebody to do it for you. You are not ready for kingdom assignment. And I'm telling you this so that you will be serious. And family may be miracle. Are you listening to me? Don't joke. Hey, let me tell you. You can blame God that when you die, you will know that you have made a mess of your own life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is a place that God has called you to. So that you reveal the Christ of God at that place. The enemy will oppose Christ. Understand that. The enemy will oppose the revelation of Christ. The manifestation of Christ in you at your workplace. And he will do a lot of things to oppose this people of God. Some of you they will use bribe. They will use bribe. And some of you bribes are more dear. At us are simple. And you will come and call it the blessing of the, of, of, of the Lord. I know what I've said has entered. It has pierced into somebody's heart. May the Lord help us. Whenever you make up your mind, 
they were christophobic brebe and there are some people when they go through problems in life they will leave god some of them will not even come to church again some of them when they face little persecution they will say god has disappointed them some of them too they will not face any problem they will not face any persecution but abundance of riches can move them away from christ it is called the deception of the world when people get money they don't even see the relevance in serving god because there are many of us in africa our way of serving god is to is to be successful in finance is that not so that is our way that is why when they get the opportunity to travel abroad you don't even see the reason why you should be praying so they are getting money they have even started building a house when they see some of us on priesthood time praying Matter they, um, you see, when they, when, when they see us praying in tongues, and we are even sweating, you see, Jimmy, dear, the Quaker Juma Pandu, they always say, Oh, yeah, we never come to with this Kansa Rako to Ebiani. We need Jimmy, oh, they insult us every day. And then, so they say, When you even go among those who are praying in tongues, and you ask them, What are you praying for? Money. And then, I'm Say Dubai, Dubai, Nemfa. Is that me? Pipe for Japan, pipe, 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 sir. Everybody is praying for money. Any sika, any aware, any aware, any akwentu, any akwentu, any eduma. Any mafoy. Everywhere you go, you can't show me how bomba. About seventy percent of them. Are looking for what they want. The rest of the thirty, go on. We need be Just five percent who want to know God. Just five percent who truly want to know God. And even the five percent in the cramp when you try new year, when things don't really work for them, now you are pair traveling to Kwanu Nyeska, which is so much richer pictures. Now we are no more so crazy at all. Modi and action. May God help us. May God help us. I want you to know this thing. The way we don't have understanding about what Christianity is, we really need to be careful. We really, really need to be careful. Right now, that even young girls in church are sleeping with married men so that they will get money to pay their school fees and also become successful in life. Look at this one. Young lady. When, as my, my man of God, my father died when I was young. My mother too sells cloth. She can't even cater for my... This, this, 
in some of the mothers too they will be taking money from their young daughters they don't even know where they are getting the money from and this young girl will go to school and finish and on graduation and she will post it has been god from day one it's a lie hey, mr Nsia. mr Nsia. Wow, God bless you, Siama. God bless you. We thank God for, for that grace. We thank God. It's a serious thing. You know? Many people have bought cars and Christians are there, you know, envying and jealousy around those things. Do you know how they got the money to buy these cars? Some bought these cars genuinely. Some people too. They used what they had to get what they want. Ah, may the Lord help us. May the Lord save us from deception in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now listen to me. We are lifting a prayer within the next 10 minutes. God, in his wisdom, has purposed certain things for you to walk in them so that you can fulfill the kingdom assignment are you following so in the book of ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 the bible said blessed be god and the father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Now, we need to understand the purpose of these blessings because the Bible calls them spiritual blessings. Are you following? So there are spiritual blessings. When we talk of spiritual blessings, we are not talking about money. In fact, we are actually not talking about marriage. We are not talking about traveling. They are all a manner or a manifestation of the blessings of God. But then, these are not spiritual blessings. Can I tell you one of the spiritual blessings? The Bible said, blessed is he. Go and read what the, the word of the Lord, what we call the beatitudes or the beatitudes. Depending on where you are coming from. Blessed is the man, Matthew 5, verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. That is the true blessing. When your heart is pure, you are blessed. It is called a spiritual blessing. Blessed are the peacemakers. You see? These are known as spiritual blessings. You can't buy them with anything. So there are blessings that are spiritual. There are blessings that are physical. 
when we read the book of second peter chapter 1 verse 3 the bible said according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue mm. so according to his divine power god has given unto us everything that pertains to life and godliness that means whatever you need in this physical world his divine power has given it to you and whatever you need in your work with god which speaks of godliness god has given it to you how through the knowledge of christ so you see it is by the knowledge of christ that we even walk in blessings both spiritually and physically there are some physical blessings people of god but when you hear the word blessing you need to understand one thing it is not for you to necessarily enjoy are you listening to me in your friend israel because according to the will of god you are blessed to be a blessing you are blessed to be a blessing and when we speak of you being a blessing we are talking about when that blessedness on the inside of you extends from you to others that is what we call abundance because if the money you have can only sustain you and your family for one day it will be difficult for you to give it to another that is naturally speaking are you getting it so you see there are certain things your marriage is a blessing it is a physical blessing having impact in your spiritual life your traveling door is also a blessing having impact on your kingdom assignment money is also a blessing you see all these things the main reason why god will give you these things are for kingdom advancement don't forget what i'm saying because it will help you that when the enemy comes after these things you will know how to stand and fight him to get back what he has stolen from you are you getting my point because if you think that your marriage is for you you will not start you start creating the kind of man you want i want a man with six packs a man that has hair on his chest A man that drives, that drives. Me pay ubi unika. Yes, me pay ubi et kakra. You see, you start creating things. You will get a foolish tibonkoso guy who will pass all these tests. You go and marry him, and you will know that you have placed your destiny in a pit. Because the problem is, that's why they be American. At a point, some of the prophetic ministries have not helped. Because American Christopher being so carnally minded. People don't even know why God prophesied through the prophet that I'm giving you a good marriage. Because to them, 
Obadi you know me aware. See that thing? So what about the woman who married and divorced? Has she lost the glory? Do you have understanding about kingdom? Everything that God gives to you is a blessing. And let me give you an explanation. Let me give you a definition for a blessing. A blessing is a tool given by God to his people for kingdom advancement. Don't forget it. A blessing is a tool. It is like you building a house and God gives you a drawer and he gives you a shovel. You can't take the shovel to your, 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 your tree or maybe a certain house that you, are, you live in and keep it. How then are you going to build that one God told you to build? God bless you, Lady Beatrice. God bless you. Are, are you getting my point? If you get these things, you will not waste resources because it is a means through which the enemy is attacking our lives. That marriage is not for you. It is for God's kingdom advancement. That traveling is not for you. Stop seeing yourself in these things and see God in them. So whenever you hear a prophecy, ah, I see a beautiful marriage coming to you. I beg, go to God and say, God, I thank you for the good thing you want to give to me. It's a blessing. I really appreciate it. But please, I want to know why you want to give me this marriage. What for? You remember when Christ revealed himself to Paul and Paul got blinded. He never asked Jesus to open his eyes. The first question that Paul asked was that, Lord, what would you have me do? What do you want me to do? He didn't say, God, open my eyes. Every time we pray, Lord, give me this, oh, give me this, oh, give me this, give me this. And you see, we are asking these things because of what we have planned and not what God has planned. That is the reason why, if you get to know the will of God for your life, certain prayers, you will never pray them. Are you listening to me? I'm telling you, there are certain prayers, if when I open my mouth to pray them, I receive a certain witness in my spirit. Shut up! Intercede for the body of Christ. I'm telling you, the moment I start praying for someone, the, the, the witness will be so strong. I'm telling you. So you see, may God help us. I'm speaking plenty, but then it is going to help you. Because the Lord is working on the destinies of many people here. I know that some of you have been called to be prophets. Have you ever asked God, God, why have you placed me in this office? And what do you want me to do? Because there are many prophets in this world. Some of us, we don't even know. The only thing is, we will say, when you, say, when you receive a prophecy, ah, you're a prophet. The only thing you come and say is, hey, Charlie, Yamiabuami, where you may feel Bushia come to him and why you may ye. 
is, is it the thing? God brought me out of a certain family. But you can't change your brother. English students in Mumwami. Crooked. That's true. That's true. Kuntunchi means Adia Akwakwa. Crooked. That's great. Oh, man of God, Kojo Puni. Correct for three points. Is it three points, Ben? Minimum points. Hallelujah. So you see. We need to understand these things. Everything that God has given to you is for his purpose. It is a tool. When you receive the shovel, we don't eat shovel. You can't put shovel under your bed. It will be useless. It is a tool to build something. I he did masters in he's a master in PA. I like that. I like that. The wife has spoken. <laughs> Hallelujah. That marriage God gave to you is for a dimension of the kingdom. You need to know that. Once you get to know, you see, the devil doesn't want you to know. He doesn't want you to know the reason why God told you to marry Jennifer. You see? He doesn't want you to know the reason why God told you to marry Janet. He doesn't want you to know the reason why God told you to marry Bismarck. And if you don't know the purpose of the marriage, you will fight who? You will fight. You know, someone you fight. You are a wife, you are supposed to cook for your husband, but because you are angry and you have been fighting, you can go and buy a chili pepper, chili pepper, grind it, and put it in, in the tea of your husband. Spicy tea, spicy tea, nice one, nice one. It's called spicy tea. <laughs> See? Recently in church, there was a young man who came and the Lord opened my eyes and I saw, I entered the kitchen. When I entered the kitchen, I saw a woman who was cooking. Immediately the woman left and entered the bedroom. My spirit appeared in the bedroom also. I saw close to their wardrobe, the lady picked a menstrual pad, freshly used, and she came back to the kitchen, squeezed the blood in the food, and later I saw myself standing in front of a certain dining table, and a young man came to sit and was eating the food. I picked the name, I mentioned the guy, said that is his elder brother. I said, yeah. Your elder brother is in trouble. He has eaten things. And the Lord showed me the good things that he has planned for this, this guy, the, the elder brother of this guy was prophesying to. And that is why the enemy wants to lock him up. And the guy had given birth to a baby girl with that lady who is a Muslim. 
Look at that. Muslim. Who's not ready to become a Christian? You tell people that they will not listen. You say, my, my, my Muslims, they are human beings. I'm mad people, not human beings. Go and marry them. You are not serious. Don't you know what your king said? This is the problem. Right now, the devil is trying to make... You see, in the times of old, they don't have anything called social. Social. Everything was kingdom, spiritual. Are you listening to me? Right now, they have created certain things that will separate spirituality from social. So they call something socialization. When we go there, we won't mention anything God. We won't mention anything spiritual. We are just mingling as normal human beings. That is where the devil seat is. It is called the synagogue of Satan. Oh, Sarajiman. God bless you. God bless you, Sofmami. I hope you are doing well. My regards to your husband. Are you, are you following? We need to get these things to people of God. Some of us still don't even know what the devil is doing in this uh, society now. Because we are not on the radar of God. If you are always interceding for the body of Christ, you will know one of the devilish things the devil is trying to use to capture the church is this thing called human rights. It started a long time. But in this, our generation, they want to make it so serious. Human rights. Now it has even entered churches that pastors are blessing man and man marriages. Now, then two guys in EMI who comes that we want to marry. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. What kind of demonic thing is that? Say, we are all humans and we have the right to choose whatever we want in this life. And, the, and pastors are preaching this in church. When you go to US and some of these European churches, Christ West. This, you see, we don't know what the devil is doing. This human rights thing, that is what is eating the church up. I'm telling you. It is stretching its tentacles and bodies to this feminism, gayism, and all manner of nonsense. That right now, you, when you give birth to your own child, you can't say the child is either a male or female. So right now on the list, they don't have male, female only. They have male, female. Then they now have bisexual. No sense things. 
And they call one what non non-binary uh, boy. So the child, him or herself, must grow to a point that he or she will decide. Okay, I want to be a lady. So from today, look at that. All these demonic things. May God punish the devil in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let me tell you, these are things we need to stand against if only we want the kingdom of God to be established on this earth. And let me tell you, if you try to propagate the kingdom message against these things, persecutions will come. You'll be there to come and burn your church. You'll be there, police will come and arrest you. Why? You are infringing on the human rights of people. They can even jail you for that. And that is what some pastors are afraid of and they, they can't talk. How did we get here? How did we get here? Right now, I even learned they are, made, they, are, they, are, they are preparing robot wives. Robot wives. Oh. who are you talking to and this and uh, like the robot will not take your phone and read your whatsapp messages but in a clear time every day a clear time you wake up around 3 a.m a clear time is already sitting on the bed she had frowned her face in Zasamaba. when you check her left hand your phone will be in her left hand Some say, Daddy, with kingdom marriage, if God is giving you a spouse according to destiny and kingdom, is it definite that the person will be your spec? I've heard some men of God say, if the person is not your spec, God will not give it to you. It is never true. It is never true. Do you know the specs of people? <laughs> In fact, myself, eh, I have a certain spec. When the light of God came on me, I knew I was fooling with my destiny. Because I decided to follow my spec. Even though, if I had waited, focusing on the spec, I would have gotten one who fears God and is aligning to my destiny. But then only God knows what I would have done to my life before I meet that person. Because I met all Satan's cousins and Jezebel's nieces. Because of spec. Hey, 
Is that some of them nearly swallowed the, the little anointing on my head? It was Yehovah that saved me because of speck. God killed that thing in me, and I said, From today, I will follow God's speck. Do you know the speck of God? <laughs> follow the speck of God. Are you following? But you see, if you want a fair lady with big botox that loves God, if you want Janita Bainum in the body of Hajia Bintu, you can get. It takes time, more prayers, and a lot of effort. Because you can move around the whole you will not get one. You can go to Nzema, you will see one, but then Kakrash and Eniasi. You can't do kingdom work with a witch. You can move from that place and go to Bole Bamboy. You can meet one, but then there will be issues. You can go to many places. Now you see, some of the people, the one that you would get might be in Germany. You too. You too. Hmm? Don't add the iodated salt. You too. That which you have to take care of yourself and your family, cra, is difficult. How then are you going to get to? Are you getting my point? So if you can meet the person, it might not be only one. But then I'm trying to let you have understanding about something. Before you meet the very speck you have in your mind, who aligns to God's will, it takes time. You mean by that time, now what you are supposed to fulfill in marriage, you know, where the can has swallow over 12 years. You see, if you get so if you get your speck that loves God very early, that's beautiful. And then say, because hey, Juma, are you getting my point? This speck thing. Hey, Juma. Because you have to leave a lot of things seeking that you may find. Someone said, by the time you get here, man goes around us. And that's the truth. You are a prophet, you want a fair lady. The one that when she blinks the eyes, he sees your doom light cry, they will own it. Hey. You want the one whose neck is called Srechia Homa. You want the one they call Ahediabna. Hmm? Abna Sugar King. By the time you get to Sugar King, there will be no oil. If I want to even meet her, you will not know. You only look at the speck. Because you see, the thing is saying, if you love God, the Holy Ghost is fully at work. You are sensitive spiritually. And you also have your speck in mind. And you are focusing. When you meet your speck, by the Holy Ghost, you also do a searching. 
you make inquiries to know if the person aligns with destiny. Are you getting it? But then, by the time you get to that point, the anointing of the Holy Ghost that will help you to fish out the original destiny will be gone. It will only be left with the speck. You will now go and carry Marijata into your house. You will know that Jesus is love. And as some of you ladies listening to me, the kind of specs you have, it is only Jesus that fits into that criteria. So wait, the judgment day will come. We will meet him and we shall be like him. Are you listening to me? You want a guy that is this. You want a guy that is that. Ask your father. All the things you want in a man. Do do sign up about. Huh? Do do sign. Yes, I want a guy with six packs. Ask your father. If zero pack cry he had. Ask your father. But he's your father. You love him. You respect him. You're not serious. Now you see, that does not mean that if you want six packs, don't go for six packs. That's not what I'm saying. But ask yourself, what will the six packs do to kingdom advancement? That's the first question. Are you listening to me? So first, focus on eternal things. They are the the most important, the most essential things. Focus on it, things that will not be lost. Things that will be there forever. The fear of God that this guy has. How he wants to walk in righteousness. How the guy always wants to pray. How he does this. How he knows God in his word. And this and that and that. How he hates sin. See? Then you now come to the point where the personality of the guy. That means you have stepped into the soul from the spiritual dimension. You are now going to look at his personality. How he plans his future. Is it according to the will of God? Yes. He's always planning to, he wants to start a business. He wants to do this. They do that. He re- he's reading a lot of books. He's building himself. That one too is good. Before you now come to the physical side, maybe you are short like me. Two centimeters. And the guy too is short. You don't want to give birth to any shortcake or shortbread. So you can maybe use that one to pray more and skip this one for other things. I believe I'm getting my point. One man of God said, one of his sons came to him. The son is very slim and tiny and lanky. And the son brought another lady who is much more slimmer than him. He called the son to him and said, Ah, son, what's wrong with you? You, you are slim like this. You are, go- you are going to marry a lady like this. Do you want your children to disappear? You give birth to your children by t- the way we'll carry them away. Nobody will see them. What is wrong with you? So, see, sometimes some of these things, they are just secondary or tertiary matters. But the problem is this. We minor the major and we major the minor. It is our problem. 
so we bring the the six packs the beard i don't get it the ladies beard more the head in hmm? what do you use beard for that someone said we move our hand in it ah so your hands will be just running through it like that may say yeah nah land in the you will not get any place to be moving your hand through i mean i don't say we need and i don't say we are him because open the sakura for no so far we don't even have far five Three things we need mustache, we don't have beard, we don't have. You know, sometimes you can see some tiny um hair in the nose. That one too, we don't have. That one they call it two two. We don't even have. So when we are coming, our face is so flat and so nice. You don't like nice things, eh? As I say, I do so come If you be near being so mumpe, you could be more cool. The next you'll be fighting with snakes and things. It's not because I don't have beard, that's why I'm talking like that. Don't misconstrue my statement. Amen. The Lord bless us. I remember those times when I was trying to cultivate five five. We used to cultivate ten rob. The rob we are full of such as everybody is. We are cultivating. We are sowing the seeds. So the class go afloat. She see the trim and go trim because we pay five five and beard. Ama, oh, it didn't come. It was later, later, later when we realized that some. See, now remember when one beard, no knee, just one strand of hair appeared. It was there for three years. And even that one, the one I stand in front of the mirror, I'll be pulling it like that. I think this is what the ladies want to do. That is why they, they, they want. But all these things are not for kingdom advancement. Change your mentality and let God help you. What is all this? You see, my young boy is no money five five in a bread. You mock a top beard cream. On a manu ukra a afrukum so unire. We, we cream, we. The Lord bless us and empower us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. They say some ladies also like pink lips. 
Na muko fasa a likes ni na efre hefa. Huh? Where did you get all these things from? You, you are strange people, oh. You are strange beings, oh. The ladies, you are... <laughs> bless you and keep all of you strong you are lifting your voice in prayer you are telling god father every blessing physically spiritually emotionally mentally that i i need or that i had to fulfill my kingdom assignment that has been lost mighty god as i pray restore everything to me by your mercies in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Some of you have lost great relationships that could have changed your destiny. Some of you have lost certain amounts of money that could have changed your entire life. Some of you have lost precious things that you really needed in the fulfillment of your destiny. But blessed be God that he is a God that has a power to restore. He said, and I will restore unto you that I will store unto on you the years that the caterpillars, the canker worms, and the palmer worms have eaten. I, God, I will restore unto you. You want to lift your voice in prayer. My Lord and my God, any blessing you delivered to me to help me fulfill destiny that the enemy has stolen from me as I lift up my voice in prayer, mighty God, by your mercies, let them be restored in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice and fire prayer now. Hey, mighty God, restore, restore, restore every good blessing that I have lost in life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Traveling opportunity you lost, a better one is coming to you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. That pregnancy you miscarried, a glorious one is coming to you. The power of God's restoration is coming upon your destiny in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Restore, oh God, restore, oh God, restore, oh God. Fire prayer. Shabba na, ikato, yante, yante. 
Erica in that house. And the angel of the Lord told me that I should release divine grace on her life so that any delay would be broken. I saw that I saw another man also that on his forehead they have written a name like Dennis. And the spirit of the Lord said, I should pray for Dennis because there is a certain glory even on his life also. And this glory that is on the life of Dennis is about to open great doors of traveling even unto him. Because I saw in the realm of the spirit, according to the plan of God, Dennis Dennis is your brother. According to the plan of God, Dennis is supposed to travel this year, even to the United States of America. But they want to release a certain delay and a certain spirit that will deny him of what God has purposed for him. But I stand in the grace of God and I declare that whatever the Lord has purposed for him, let it be made manifest in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We pray that Erica will not lose her life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it down. I call it down. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm standing at a place and I'm hearing people mentioning, I don't know whether it's a town, but the name I'm hearing is like Ikorodu. 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 And in the spirit, is there anybody here you know somebody in that place? I want to pray for you. It's like a place in Nigeria. Anybody here that knows somebody in that place, I want to pray. God punish the devil. The works of the enemy will not stand in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Only the counsel of the Lord shall stand. Jesus precious mighty name. Okay. Father, let your will be done. In Jesus name. I am in a house. And I saw that. They have written a name like. Aye. Aye or Aye or Aye. Written in front of a door. Is there anybody here. That bears that name. Or it's a family name. I want to pray for you. Yes, Aye. Okay, someone said my uncle. Someone said, please me, Natalia, I want to pray for you. You have a very beautiful destiny.
Aye, aye. Yes, the person I was talking to. You have a beautiful destiny. But the Lord said I should pray for you. Because I'm looking at something that the enemy is trying to do and it is against your health. It's against your health. I've seen in the spirit I'm in a hospital and I saw that they are taking the blood sample from you. And I'm seeing a whole lot of reports. The Lord says it will not stand. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Where's your father? Where's your dad? Nathalia, where's your dad? Hmm. We pray for God's divine covering. Your father is in Tema. We pray that the covering of the Lord will be upon your father's life. In Jesus' precious mighty name. You are preserved. You will do well. Hmm? I see a door opening for you. It's like a scholarship. It's like a scholarship that will open for you even to go outside the country to study. You'll be a great woman. Be a very great woman. Nobody will use any sickness to trouble your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. Our time is up. We just have three minutes. The Lord bless you and favor you all. Please, let's take note, God willing, tomorrow evening, 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time, is mega one word from the Lord. Tomorrow evening. And by the special grace of God, I'm going to be a blessing to all of us, even in the prophetic. Hallelujah. Let us all join with one bottle of water. Please, I said one bottle, not one pack. One bottle of water. Join us. There is a word that can transform your entire life. I'm telling you, one word can save you from the trouble that the enemy wanted to destroy your life with. We were here when, in September, I gave somebody a prophetic word. And just during the priesthood time, the beloved of the person confirmed that the thing happened exactly but because it was a warning the lady was able to run away because she heard from god one word can transform your life it can save you from a lot of troubles so please don't downplay the prophetic word one word from the lord one word from the lord one word from the lord julie the power of god will touch you in jesus name I'll let us talk, okay, Julie. I'll let us talk and show you something that you will do, okay? God bless you. The Lord bless you and favor you all. So please invite your friends and loved ones. Tell them the Lord is speaking to destinies. The Lord is changing lives by his word. And everybody is supposed to join with one bottle of water. We are going to pray over the water and hear what the Lord has to do with it for us. Hallelujah. So please, let's take note. I want to, please... Those who are believing God for the fruit of the womb, I fixed Wednesday for you. But I checked my schedules and I realized that I have a program with a certain group of people um, in Cape Coast. So um, I will reschedule the date. So please kindly um, pardon me for that. But then I'll let you know. Okay. I'll fix the date. And I'm Why? because so please um, I've not forgotten I will surely reschedule the date and pray with us God bless you God bless you my dear daughter Lynn Dennis the Lord bless you and favor you all 
in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, if you feel led by the Spirit of God to release any seed, the number is 024031255. The Lord bless you. And please, tomorrow evening when you are joining Mega One Word from the Lord, purpose in your heart to release a sacrificial seed that will seal that which the Lord has spoken concerning you. Some seeds open greater doors even for our destinies. Okay, so please, um, let's purpose in our hearts even to do this. The Lord bless you. The number is 0240 If you are in Kumasi and you did not hear me, let me mention it in your way. 0240 Y2 Faf Faf Y. God bless you and keep all of you strong. We shall meet 